What's up, owners? Welcome back to Stay Money Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today is very special. It's our first ever podcast with a guest and a first ever podcast with video. I know it's cliche to say that we have a very special guest today, but I truly mean that. I want to introduce to you Lily Vitiruxo. She's a CEO and founder of Waterlily. She's an ex-NASA data scientist and a UC Berkeley alum. So, very impressive resume. And today we're talking about something that needs to be discussed more, and that is the financial planning for long-term care. 51% of Americans are going to need long-term care, and that could be a huge financial burden. So please hit like, comment, and subscribe for more content like this. We're currently the number 26 financial literacy podcast in the world. Help us get to number 20 by liking and subscribing. Lily, aside from that intro, anything else you want to tell the audience about yourself? Yeah, I got into the space um, because we had a personal experience where we had to navigate long-term care for one of my family members. And so that made me pivot my career from aerospace into healthcare, um, have been in the healthcare space for a little over a decade, specialized in machine learning, AI. And I realized, you know, it's been over a decade and I thought someone would solve this problem for families, be more compassionate, but I didn't quite see anything that I thought would was really helping their outcomes. So that's why I built the company. Awesome. So was it personal family experience that got you towards the healthcare yes. industry of it? Exactly. But before that, you were doing just... Before that, I was <clears throat> 12 when I did a NASA national competition. Wow. Um, I was really into rockets. I Then I did my uh, internship at JPL, which is the robotics side of NASA when I was 16. Yes. And that's when something happened to my family that made me realize, you know, I want to explore space, but also um, some sometimes what's the most meaningful thing in life is uh, serving others. So. Oh, I like that. Wow. Well, I'm so sorry that it happened, but I believe all those things that happened lead you to this moment here where you're providing a solution Mm -hmm. uh, for long term care planning. Now, when we met at FinCon, I think I liked your mission um, because when it comes to first-generation Americans, a lot of times our families don't have the financial resources Mm -hmm. or the time enough in the country to build a net worth Mm -hmm. where we always have to remember to look back a little bit and be like, okay, I'm planning for my kids, my future, but I also have to consider my parents and sometimes even our grandparents in this scenario. So I really like what you are bringing to the world and I'm excited about AI uh, for those that follow the channel and the podcast um, I've done a lot of AI videos this year and they've done really well so it's been all the buzz whether it's crypto AI or just messing around with chat GTP or mm-hmm. Grok on X um, I like that you're implementing AI into finding a solution for long-term care now before I spoke with you I actually had no idea about long-term care insurance um, what is your experience on that before arriving to this venture? So I'm rel- like I'll, I'll preface by saying I'm relatively new to like long-term care insurance industry. I mm-hmm. think I entered in because it was really the only place um, in addition to wealth management where like people, advisors talk about long-term care and as a solution um, 
it's essentially you pay premiums up front in order to have coverage once you start having you know uh, needs like mm-hmm. long-term care needs i know a lot of people are just like what's long-term care and it is it essentially refers to when you grow older and you start losing your independence you might have trouble with like walking or eating or getting transferred um those are called activities of daily living and so there's about six of them and so um long-term care insurance is coverage that's activated when you have two at least two of those six you know adl needs um so that's the gist of how it works the insurance space though is really interesting um and tricky it's not like standard health care insurance or life insurance the new form of long-term care insurance you could actually like you can't call it that but there's some coverage towards it in a life insurance policy now as well which i know is a lot more common so happy to answer more questions but hopefully the preview was helpful no my fault on that i actually appreciate you bringing the definition of long-term care uh, and yeah, um, great way to summarize it. That's when an elderly person is unable to either walk to the mailbox, change their own clothes, mm-hmm. or take a shower by themselves. And that's when long-term care comes in. So thank you for that definition. I'm not sure why we didn't start there. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's helpful for your listeners as well, like going in that they don't have to Google things. They could just listen and now they know. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. So how long has Water Lily been in beta mode? specifically in beta mode uh we launched uh i think we've been beta mode for three months about like it's it's been three months where we've been doing a ton of learning we have a little over 200 uh wealth advisors on our platform testing it out um and a lot more coming in the new year uh before that we are in alpha for about four to five months to like really test the concept which a lot of wealth advisors love it they have to talk about the 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 topic but all they had before was national averages in a in a zip code calculator for a nursing home and trying to estimate that so a lot of them shared it was really hard to convince their clients you know these families that like this topic is important with averages so wow that's very neat how did you go about reaching out to the wealth advisors in order to test your AI software? So I try to start in the healthcare industry first, since that was my home base. Um, And I immediately was starting to serve families. I was doing interviews with families. I interviewed like, like I did hundreds of hours of interviews with families to make sure that my personal experience on the topic where, um, when my aunt was diagnosed uh, with terminal stage colon cancer and a little over for a little over two years, she drastically had a reduction in her ability to be independent. We had to help her out with her, you know, ADLs and, and changing her, taking care of her. Like it, it happened really fast and all of us had to step in. And it was really devastating for us and brutal from a like from a like physical caregiving standpoint we had to step in for that care we didn't know any other resources uh it we spent a lot of money out of pocket because healthcare actually doesn't cover anything that's long-term care oriented or in our case additionally cancer treatments but long-term care itself is a six-digit figure event mm-hmm. um so it's really expensive and it really tore my family apart because everyone had such a strong opinion about what the best form of care for her would look like so i wanted to make sure that like our experience like i got the core themes of that correct that's why i interviewed these families and a lot of families were just like well there's no way we could predict it ahead of time 
So I we're going to deal with it when we deal with it. Like my mom's getting really old. I think I'm going to have to take care of it. But, you know, yeah. I how am I supposed to prep? So I'm just going to like let it happen. But if you build like, you know, some care coordination resources once it happens and like that, that would be perfect for me. And so I'm so I knew that reactive sort of uh, soft like reactive services is what families are looking for. But I kind of listened to that and I thought actually what you potentially need and what I wish I had was someone who talked to me ahead of time, found a way to help me prep ahead of time so that I'd have better outcomes. Because when you do it reactively, you don't you can't change your outcomes that much. And so the AI helps us predict your default trajectory and how you could actually change your trajectory on on the event. Okay, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, preventative. So I think that's where we first engaged in our conversation because that spoke out to me a lot. A lot of my message with Stay Winning Podcast is how to win with money. And most of it has to do with preventing certain decisions that will handicap your financial success. For example, as millennials, uh, we have the biggest student loan debt compared to other generations, right? If you take a look at a home purchasing process, they take that into consideration. So just for easy math, if you're making $1,000 a month and your student loan payments are $400 a month, then you're not qualified for a home loan anymore, right? Um, so that spoke out to me because you finally created a, a solution or a source that can clarify what the picture will look like. Mm -hmm. So usually, uh, I'm big on real estate, which you were talking about off camera a little bit. To me, real estate solves a lot of financial problems. Uh, people can fall behind on their car payment, fall behind on their credit card payment, even fall behind on their student loan payments this year. Mm -hmm. They will not report on your credit negatively. Um, but as long as you take care of your mortgage, your primary mortgage, um, I think your family will be okay. And I've seen many examples of that. So when it, so my first impression with elderly was, well, if you purchase a house when you're 20, 30, 35, and by the time you retire, you're eligible for a reverse mortgage. Mm -hmm. So for the listeners, what that is, instead of you making a mortgage payment, um, the bank starts paying you instead. And instead of your loan coming down, your loan increases. So you are losing equity in the home, but when it comes to being an elderly person, you can't put 40, 50, 60 hours a week of labor anymore. Um, so that's always been my go-to real estate. I figured as long as I have one, at least one, everything else will be okay. I don't have to worry about a 401k. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about paying of saving or budgeting for uh, my kid's college because everything will come out from the home equity, mm -hmm. whether it's their wedding, their college, uh, and, or my retirement. But when you presented this to me, I was blown away. I thought it was amazing that there's someone else uh, coming in from a different angle, the healthcare angle, and how to be preventative and, and soften the burden of what it can be for uh, family members, mm -hmm. uh, both physically, emotionally, and financially. So personally, thank you for creating this tool. Thank you very much. I think that's amazing. Um, what do you think is your favorite part about your AI software? It's so interesting. I, I consult with my lawyers all the time about like, how do we navigate the space of working with, you know, carriers or advisors? And they're just like, hey, Lily, this is like an easy route. But like also once you start to like get closer and closer to consumers, 
it's it gets a little bit tricky because you guys are so new at this like what you're building out is this new space um and that's what i love is the fact that we're bringing in real innovation to a space where previously the only way to kind of calculate how much you think you know long-term care is going to cost either for your aging parents or for yourself is national averages they say 70 percent three and a half years uh, and you know let's just assume a 10k nursing home so do you have 350k to self-fund or not and it's just like for you know a consumer like all of you are smart you're like what are the chances i'm the average and so you're kind of well i could be above that i could be below that and if my children are going to take care of me or have family members i have a communal sort of structure that price could drastically change um, as well. And we wanted to take that into account. So what I love the most about our software is not only do we predict the more specific cost unique to who you are demographically, where you live, your health conditions, your financial situation even, but then in that prediction we output, how much is your family by default going to step in to help you if you did no planning on this topic. So you at least see how it'll roll out by default. And then we give you an ability to change your trajectory, more so how can you protect your family, either from a financial you know, uh, angle or from, uh, you know, from a, you know they're gonna step in a certain amount and there's certain conversations to be had, you know, with certain expectations around uh, you know, this hard topic of caring for your, your parents or another loved one. Thank you for sharing that. So the other thing with Stay Winning Podcast is as far as how to help people with money, uh, we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier about preventing certain things. Mm-hmm. So I know millennials and Gen Z were very popular for complaining on social media. Mm-hmm. But what I like to share with my audience is that there's things that are in our control. Um, before we start complaining about the system or that it's rigged, Yes, it's rigged. You're not meant to win, but that's why you're listening here so you can win. So things that are in our control. Mm -hmm. For example, when I was talking about the real estate, we can decide where we go to school, whether it's private, public, Mm -hmm. whether it's local, whether it's far away, whether I'm going to live at home while I'm at school or whether I'm going to take out loans to live there. Right. So we have control about how much debt we're going to come out of college with. That's a decision. Right. Uh, We can do we have control of our own research as far as, okay. This job is paying this. This sector is going to grow X amount over the next 10 years. So it's a lot of preventative. Now, with your software, what information or what data do you put in to come up with the number? See, because with Mm -hmm. real estate, Mm -hmm. uh, just to help me better understand, I could be like, okay, cool. Uh, In California, all houses are going to be over a million dollars. I mean, the median property right now in Orange County is 1.3 million. So 30 years from now, it's safe to say it's going to be two million dollars which sounds like okay if i have two or three of those my retirement is set Mm -hmm. but that's just a number where i would think that supplements my income for 20 years after age 65 Mm -hmm. right um so what information is input in your software uh how tailored is it to an individual or to a family based on current uh financial situation current assets uh and current insurance that they may have so what you just asked for as examples, we ask all of that. But our number of, so we have an intake form um, and it's just a little over two dozen questions that we ask online. It's it's really fast where we ask basic demographic questions and a really, really important number is your zip code. We do ask your zip code and we're planning to add into our um, product really soon 
how do you change your zip code and how does that change the cost of this event because cost of living is actually a really, really important factor, right? Yes. Like Orange County is super expensive, but if you right. went to lived in like Oregon or, or Texas, way cheaper than California. <laughs> and a lot of people do yeah. that. They actually, you know, think about like, wait, I want to retire in a lower cost of living area and still have the same resources. So that's why I love, um, you know, that feature. We also, we also ask, are you male or female? Are you married? Are you single? That has a huge impact. Do you have children? That helps with our predictive family burden, um, you know, uh, number. Then from a financial perspective, we do, we also ask, um, how much assets do you have minus debt? Like, because we've seen in our data set that the more well-off you actually are, it's correlated with better outcomes, better health outcomes. So that's why it's really important to get financially stable because I think you ultimately have more resources and we see that in our data. Um, the last question we ask is around health and you actually have control over that. We do ask what your BMI is, like height and weight. We ask if you have any sort of health diagnoses in the past. If you even smoked 25 cigarettes ever in your life, we that's a huge factor in like, you know, what your health trajectory is going to be or what we call how long is your health span? How long are you be healthy um, for and, and until a certain point when you start to, you know, have, you know, health limitations and have long term care needs? It's that helps us predict when you'll start needing that for how long um, in what area and how much is that going to cost and family effects, you know. Okay. But that's going to so be. That was my follow-up question. I know AI, at least in ChatGTP or the ones coming out now with other apps, they mm. grow and revolutionize with you. So I'm hearing your AI also has that capability. Yes. With What's the choices. difference between them? There, I'll, I'll share this, which is a lot of a lot of advisors asked us. Oh, you know, are you guys like ChatGPT? Is it like you know the LLMs thing? And our fundamental models are actually the bread and butter of machine learning that's not llms so that's a fundamentally different model for predictions um which is we use we use classification and regression models that is a different type of model than like large language models which is like chat gpt mm -hmm. um what why ChatGPT couldn't copy us right now per se yes. is because we have all these unique proprietary data. We did all this data processing, you know, ourselves that they don't even have access to. Carriers don't even have access to our data or distributors. Um, and the model is such that, you know, the input predicts an output. But with LLMs, you put an input and uh, the intention is like, well, you know, what is related, relevant text that I should give you back. Um, ChatGPT is like incredibly revolutionary. I have like a lot yes. of thoughts there. I've, I've written a lot about like AI online, really? okay. but it's a, it's a fundamentally different model. So they, they, you couldn't just ask it, hey, what is my cost going to be? They're going to tell you the averages because they only have access to the averages. Yeah, I would definitely like to see some of those blogs. Maybe you can link them up and then we'll add them to the description of the video or the podcast wherever everyone's listening to um but thank you so much for sharing that i'm going to interrupt this episode to thank our episode sponsor sis security insider strategies please let them know they hear like comment and subscribe sis is focused on security ai software for security management companies 
Lily, so before we wrap this up, just want to give our listeners a little more insight to our conversation at FinCon in New Orleans, where we feel uh, the lack of financial planning, whether it's for college or retirement, seems to not be something that goes very well with first-generation American-born or first-generation Americans. Uh, and I feel that's where we had a great conversation where we see these problems in our communities and we see the impact it has had on ourselves. So when I preach about preventing financial problems by simple decisions, right? Okay, you had a child, congratulations. Go open up a 529 right now. So in 18 years, they're not on TikTok complaining. Mm -hmm. How are things so expensive? So that is something that uh, I believe parents have control over. And before everyone bashes me, no, I don't have any kids, but I do make my financial decisions as if I'm going to have kids one day. Um, and I think that investment strategy has worked really well for me. Now, you opened my eyes to a whole new world of retirement. As I mentioned, okay, as long as I have a paid up house in California, that's going to be multiple millions. I'll be okay. But you've taken all the variables that can happen with someone. You've made a software that can address all those variables and put a number to something so specific uh, where a family can begin planning. So you rolled out this software to a lot of wealth advisors so far. Now, what products do you see them going towards the most after they've been using your software and talking to families? So naturally, preventatively, you want to f figure out how are you going to finance this? That's like the most important piece. A lot of people, there's three types of financing methods um, I've seen advisors take, which is one is self-funding, which is what you talked about, like, you know, you do, doing a reverse mortgage or pulling from, you know, Social Security or pension 401k as a way to like have immediate liquid, uh, you know, assets to start to pay for that care um, since healthcare health insurance does not cover it. I think majority of it's not covered by health insurance, which most people assume when I'm 65, I'm going to have Medicare. Everything's going to be solved. It's not going to be solved. It's still a six digit figure cost that no one talks about, which, you know, throws me off. Um, and so what usually happens today is without any insurance, people go and try to sell fund through reverse mortgage, which could be a really great option if you're not afraid of taking on risk. Like you have enough buffer and you don't want to feel constrained by where, how I could be using my insurance policy, where can I be using it, which are real limitations. The other option is what we call partial insuring, which is you, um, you have some, you know, maybe your long-term care is going to cost 300, you know, $375,000 and you get a, a, a policy insurance policy, uh, for that has 200 K coverage. So in that case, a hundred, you're like, okay, like I want to do that because, you know, I have a guarantee of what that ARR is going to look like to purchase that policy. But if I were to sell fund and I assume like how I'm investing it, I assume a certain ARR, but you can't guarantee that. So a lot of people like to stay, choose partial insuring for, you know, optimizing for, uh, you know, being more immediately liquid while having some guarantee of like returns for this particular event. Um, and the third option is just fully insuring in some way, which is like, we may tell you like through the software that your long-term care is going to cost 275 and you might decide, okay, I'll pull out a 400k policy because what's most important is 
protecting myself um, against, you know, the the unknown uh, sort of ARR of like putting my money into the market instead. So this is not definitely not investment advice, but that is what I've seen advisors do. Um, and we actually have that calculator. And I'm, I'm sure I think once you get a number out from us, then it's a matter of like, you know, picking one of those three funding strategies to keep it simple. So you decide, okay, if I want to self-fund, what vehicles? If I want to partially insure, what policy? Because there's different types. There's ones that are asset-based, which is a long-term care, uh, like a life insurance policy. But if you don't, like, if you start having long-term care needs, some of them have what's called a rider, where you could start to pull some of that death benefit as long-term care, like as coverage for care but we can't officially call it like long-term care coverage um so it's the insurance space is uh has a a ton of options it's easy to get overwhelmed so it's better to simplify your strategy and say well which one what do i care about do i want a guarantee on my arr in some way um or you know i want to maximize like the risk for potential like outcome so it depends if that's Helpful. That is very helpful. I'm glad you bring up the insurance part. Um, and as you mentioned, a lot of people are just scared to even consider it. Uh, if for those homeowners out there, you have homeowners insurance, and your chances, the chances of your house going on fire are one in like 1,200. Um, you have car insurance. I know it's up over 30 percent since 2021. So some of us may not have car insurance, but uh, most of us have car insurance, right? And the chances of you getting into an accident are also one. In about 800. Um, long-term care, though, I think those numbers are over 50%, if I'm not mistaken. It's like, officially, it's 52% will have some form of 2, two plus ADL, ADL needs, which is serious, sort of, losing independence. I do need care, either from my kids or from a professional. Yes, thank you. So, you can see that there is definitely a demand for this. Now, the difference between your uh, other insurance is that this impacts not just yourself, but the rest of your family. Uh, I know if I had a choice whether to have my house well-being, my car well-being, or my family well-being, I would definitely always choose my family's well-being. I don't care if I lose the house or lose the car. So if this is new to you, like it has been to me, and very eye-opening, and thank you, Lily, for all the information. As you wrap up, if there's something you walk away with, and I'll have to give Lily a chance to close out as well, is definitely start planning for long-term care, retirement, and think about where you're at right now, how you can financially prepare, whether it's insurance, whether it's equity, um, so you're not that burden to your family. Uh, it's inevitable. We're all going. We're all aging. Um, after this podcast, I'm 20 minutes older. Um, so with that said, I'll let Lily close out with any final thoughts that she wants you guys to walk away with. Uh, but again, help us get to the top 20. We're currently number 30. We're trying to enter top 20. Like, comment, share, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening from. And if you can safely do so, uh, Lily, any final messages you want the audience to walk away with uh, before we wrap this up? This is an incredibly real and prevalent uh, event. If you think you're going to age, which is inevitable, as you said, it, this is an event that your grandparents are currently going through, your parents and even yourself. And and I'll add some financial numbers, which is 
it's it's a six digit figure um, event right now. If you estimate, it's like about one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars out of pocket. Wow. That includes fam like family steps in statistically um, in ninety one percent of these situations. So that number can only go higher if the and, family is not stepping. And in. this isn't normal inflation rate. The inflation rate of healthcare, like long-term care falls into this, is around 5.5% or 6% inflation rate. So if you decide to wait, then the future dollars are going to be insanely more expensive. So if you wait 12 years, your uh, initial number, if it was like, you know, 100K, it's now going to be 200K. It's going to double. So if you were to think about this strategy today and try to invest a small bit of sum or like allocate allocate that sum towards it that has a massive impact on your if you think your monthly contribution towards this event it could be anywhere if you start today $300 to if you wanted to wait five or ten years now easily becomes $600 in monthly contribution towards it to get it right and so just wanted to add that that is some great input and thank you for sharing um I appreciate your patience with me uh everyone please show this video some love um this is the first time we're in the studio. This is the first time we have a guest. Uh, I hope we didn't disappoint you today. I know Lily didn't disappoint me. Um, but um, I want to extend another invite to somewhere in the future when Water Lily is more available to the public um, where you can maybe get a presentation and live examples and walk through it mm-hmm. um, and share with the audience. Definitely. We were moving as fast as we can market-wise and in, in getting traction and adoption by carriers. So if, you have a, if you're a policyholder, there's a good chance that you, know, you might get a subsidized version of like Water Lily naturally. Or if you have a wealth advisor, um, that's also another option. Or if you wanted to consult with a wealth advisor, it's immediate, it should be immediately accessible to them. Awesome. Thank you so much. And where can people find out more about you or Water Lily? So uh, you could find our website at joinwaterlily.com and we have free resources today for consumers even. It's our blog. So it's, uh, it's, um, it's blog.joinwaterlily.com or if you just go to our main website, there's a, a button for blog and there's a ton of free resources around like government resources, care coordination, how to talk to the family across all the topics. So if you wanted to dive in, um, you could dive in today. Awesome for that. So all the tools are there. I'll link it up below. Lily, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on. The very first guest. I'm very excited for this to go to post. Thank you so much. Stay winning.